When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, where we look at movies and TV from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And I'm your host, Craig Faye. And we are joined by... Luba Magnus. Hello. Return episode. Yeah. And Welcome back. I'm back. Hello. Hi. <laughs> and today we're talking about How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Only our second uh, TV show that we've done as a regular oh, episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Love they, doing the TV show. Yeah. They are a lot of work, but like, oh man. It's I have good. watched five seasons of How I Met Your Mother <laughs> in the last like three weeks. I am not kidding. <laughs> I did substantially less than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just basically uh, email Craig, like watch these ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'd, I'd seen uh, most of the early seasons uh, first time through. But Luba, we always ask this. Uh, uh, whenever we have a guest on, what's your relationship with this TV show? Um, I I've rewatched it probably like six times in my lifetime. The <laughs> like, whole series. The whole series. Like for a lot of people, that's like friends. They'll just leave it on. Um, this is my show that I'll just have on all the time. And I like years ago when it was originally on, I mm-hmm. I, I started off hating it. Like there's a laugh track. It's tacky. It's uh, and my friends are like, no, just like go with it. And I kept watching it and I couldn't, I just, I, I had to keep going and I, it's your com- I love it. It's your comfort show. It is. Yeah. I'm okay. sorry. That's fair. Part of me thinks less of me for being that way, but I'm just nah. like, I love it. I love this I show. I mean, it's on for nine seasons. It's not like it's, yeah. you know, I've people seen liked it. Shows. Guys, it's, yeah. not, it's not Big Bang Theory, so you know what? We're okay. We're <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I, I, so I guess like off the top, we should, I, I don't think we can really, can we summarize the plot of how I met your mother for anyone who hasn't seen it? A man tells an incredibly long and boring story <laughs> to his poor children about how, about he, met how he met his mother or how he met their mother. Sorry. Yeah. And I guess, Not his mother. That'd be a different yeah, story. How I met his mother. Wow. It's just, yeah. I got born. Uh, yeah. And I guess it starts with. Uh, Ted and Robin. Yes. Uh, and it follows their group of friends that so we got Barney, right? Uh, yeah, Marshall and Lily. Yeah. And it's kind of like the show is kind of friends hanging out in New York City and romance. Yeah, it is. It's it, really a show about a group of friends. It is. It is. Yeah. It's exactly friends. A little more amped up. Yeah. Uh, a little more sexual. Well, a lot more sexual. True. Quite a bit. Yeah. Um, here's my pitch. Okay. Because this was kind of my <laughs> my pitch. I, we talked about it really early on. Yeah. Yeah. Even before we started the podcast, this was one of mine. Uh, because I think Ted is the most giant asshole <laughs> of all time. <laughs> and it's all I want to talk 
talk about for an hour. Like, yes. I don't care. I hate them. I hate them, hate them, hate them, hate them, hate them. So I was going to ask going into this, like, because the villain was right. Who yeah. is the villain in this? Is it Every Ted? woman that dates him. <laughs> They're a villain. That's Some of these women are spun off as villains, and yeah. every single one of them, I'm like, you poor baby angel. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you've been mm-hmm. wronged by so, a bad man. And yeah. a person I would put forward as a villain is uh, Barney to a certain extent. And I do want to oh, put absolutely. like a big asterisk on that because like an interesting thing with TV shows mm-hmm. is they're on so long and there's so many stories that are told. It's really hard not to get nuanced characters out of it, mm-hmm. right? So Barney has certainly redeemable moments and you love him because he's a main character. Yes. But I think the way that Ted is telling this story, he's heightening a lot of the asshole dick things that Barney did. Yes, because you always have to be aware of who's telling the story. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, because this is all like a re- revisiting. This is Ted telling his own story. Exactly. And yeah. I will. I just want to put this right up off the top. Nobody is the villain of their own story. Mm. So if he is such an ass, <laughs> as yeah, like he's telling this it? story, yeah, it's yeah. absolutely. And and so that one, I I think this is one that we watched was the movie. Yeah, right. no, the movie was essential. That was one of the, yeah. uh, so it's uh, season five, episode 23. Uh, it was the only episode from season five that I picked because I was like this, you guys have to watch this one. The because bride. The Wedding Bride. Because that movie is exactly how I see Ted. <laughs> okay, yes. honestly, it's obviously a little exaggerated. But for me, I was like, this is what I hear when this man speaks. Uh, this is a true tale. This yeah. is what happened. <laughs> yeah, so that's the movie that was written about one of his breakups. Stella uh, fr- from yeah, yeah from the perspective of uh the man she ended up with yeah the karate yes. kid and who who, who 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 okay hang on hold on <laughs> <laughs> Lou bring Lou, it up back knowledge. it up the truck <laughs> of all the breakups she did leave him at the altar she did keep that going that long you know what I mean oh yeah but he's such a dill hole yeah, here's the yeah. thing but he, she was no. not uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make the argument that she was in a manipulative relationship with her? Ted absolutely oh oh, oh Luba we're oh, about to we're about to throw down oh, we're about to throw down oh, I'd be throwing off my hockey gloves right now if I had skates on well, listen, okay there's a lot of these relationships where I'll be like yeah Ted was wrong entirely no I mean, he cheated on Victoria he cheated and... on Victoria oh he, yeah okay yeah. Stella he that's proposed- another happens at 2 a.m. The proposal. Let's talk about the proposal, okay? Because they we didn't cover that episode, but we did. Uh, we do see it a bit in the movie, like the redone movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. He proposes to her with a stuffed fucking animal <laughs> in an arcade. It is not Luba. That is not sweet. Stop holding your heart. <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> I will not. <laughs> <laughs> this is like when we did The Office yeah, and Rebecca's was like, crying. Jim and Pam. And I'm like, but it's Jim and Pam. No, 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 no. Proposes with a stuffed animal. Like, ooh, this is this is something I just, I put no thought into. I just thought of this right now. Oh, when- I would rather that. I mean, like when I think of, uh, I, I'll compare that to uh, Homer proposing to Marge with an onion ring. That to me, uh, oh, come on. <laughs> That's beautiful. It's the same thing. Yeah, yeah I love it. I love oh, it. Oh, no. No, no, no. I, I don't need the razzle-dazzle. I really you don't. You need that. Well, you, you want it to be a bold nice romantic ring, moment. But I'm, but I'm just I think, saying like a thought. You know what I mean? Like, I just want you to know that you've thought about this before this moment. And Ted is a dangerously compulsive man. Yes, like, he tells Robin he loves her mm. on the first date. He, uh, he makes so many mistakes because he's just like, this is what I have to do now. 
and so I, I agree. Like, and it's funny because that movie shows it from that different perspective. Yeah, and I and agree you're with like, that perspective. Yeah, and like, the, I'm, I'm sure <laughs> it was the, I'm sure down. the proposal was this very touching moment <laughs> when they did it in the show. Yeah. But it just shows how if you reframe it from someone else's perspective, which, hang on, well, that's maybe what the whole podcast is about. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it's very different. Uh, but, and, and one point I do want to make about this movie was Ted sitting in that theater and he goes, they, they, they got everything wrong. That's not how it happened at all. And he's telling his friends that, and Barney, my pick for villain, mm-hmm. is sitting in the theater. He goes to see it later, and he says out loud to himself, this is exactly how it happened. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> and so my, my, my call on Barney in this is he is consistently painted by Ted to be being real gross or over the top, uh, but he is consistently the only one throughout the entire show who is telling the truth and saying that people aren't right with each other. Oh, He's Luke. the one telling the truth? He manipulated... You want to talk about manipulative proposals? Him proposing to Robin is the... Wait, am I allowed to swear on this one? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you are. It's I'm the- not, apparently. <laughs> My mom has told me that Craig is not allowed to swear anymore. Literally. And, and Robin calls him out on it. And this is a problem that I have, like, I, because I, I love Robin as a character, but she's just carried by men through this entire series. And she even is like, you manipulated me. You wrote this book and these games to get me to marry you. Why would I ever do that? And then he gets down on one knee and she's like, oh, okay. And it's like, come on. He played you. He's playing you all the time. Barney, no, he's all emotional games. Uh, and Ted, and let me, here's the thing about this episode. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Rebecca's probably never heard me A, this riled up, and B, say this much ever. I'm this pretty is, quiet. This is Lubo riled up, by the way. <laughs> and another thing. The, the, the thing about the, the, the Wedding Bride episode for me is mm. it starts off where he's just like, oh, baggage. Oh, girls with baggage. And then yeah. he's like, oh, I guess I have some baggage. But just like, that's the most cringeworthy part of this episode for mm. me is that, like mm. it does for a huge part of it, frame baggage as being bad. And then even when he's like, oh, I've got some baggage, it's still not, it's like, go to therapy. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> you know? Ted he's needs to catch like, some therapy for oh, sure. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's the, the, the yeah, it, it's a hard one to watch for me, I so, think, for sure. And so so I, I agree with what you're saying about Barney. Like, he is portrayed as being very manipulative. But what you have to keep in mind uh. is that this is, a story told from Ted's perspective and Barney is the man who married the woman of his quote-unquote dreams. Barney's the guy who got the girl that Ted always wanted. You know what I mean? So everything that Barney is portrayed as doing, you have to take with a grain of salt. Do I think that Barney dressed in suits all the time and was actually out there like trying to manipulate women and like... Probably he was probably he had a captive over two hundred. Right, know? he's yeah. probably sleeping with a lot of women, and that which seemed modest fine. when they said that number. I was like, he seems like he would have more. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I've met people that are like, yeah, I have a hundred. Jeez, Louise, really? Oh, Luba. <laughs> no, I met a bunch of people that are like, yeah, clear to hundred, I mean, like just racking those numbers up. I mean, that's fine. Like, that's, but, yes. like, no, it is what, fine. Yeah, uh, but I, I mean, also uh, when I think of that too, I mean, Barney I strikes out hundreds. more than he lets on, and then you, ah, you that's true. That. That's fair. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I, think I I've mean, a hundred. I think. <laughs> I think (laughs) you could make the argument that uh, Ted has slept with more people than Barney. 
Easily. And I think you could make that argument uh, pretty much based off of the uh, episode where they're getting rid of all their stuff that is... uh, Oh, ew. Because it's literally... That was a really... Okay. Nobody looked good in that episode. That was was a disgusting... I'm like, these are horrifying behaviors across the board. So basically the the idea is is that Ted gets... uh, Like Robin and Ted both get upset because they both have things from exes, right? Like Robin wants Ted to get... Get rid of his stuff because she finds out that some of this stuff is given to him from his ex-girlfriends. Uh, he clears out pretty much his whole apartment. It's everything in there. Um, how many women? Because <laughs> this isn't all from one bitch. Okay, and this is not from one woman. And also, big pet peeve of mine. This is clearly a man who likes to be carried. You know? Yeah. It's, like right. yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like I didn't. You didn't have a lamp. So yeah. I had to get you I a lamp. Buy yeah, you I had to buy you a lamp. I can't think of can't. any time other than my ex-husband where I bought furniture for them. Like, you know, like that's insane. A lamp? A pillow? Yes. <laughs> and then yeah, you're like, you need, you know what? <laughs> you need a box spring because I'm not sleeping that's on the insane. ground. <laughs> yeah. Like, who is this Ted guy and why is he getting apartment wares? Well, yeah. He's an architect. You got some money. <gasps> that is such you a good point. You have some money. Also, to, he to would be like fair, to starting off apartment. in New York City. What's that? Sorry. I said also, if you're an architect, you uh, you know home decor. Like that's kind of part of your element. You know. Oh uh, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Great like, point. I, I hadn't thought of that. Thank you for getting me there. Uh, <laughs> as you were, Craig. No, I'm just saying. He's, <laughs> he, no, but he's he is starting out. Like this is a story about uh, people starting out. Like when we we mm. uh, first start in the series, like Marshall is just graduating or is still in law school, right? So like on the course of the series, I think he goes from being in law school to being a judge almost. Mm-hmm. So like this does span a, a so that that's all I say. Like fresh out of school, trying to get started in architecture. Yeah, just mooch off all your girlfriends. Yeah. You know? Well, no, no, I'm not saying mooch off your girlfriend, <laughs> just, but I understand why you would have an eclectic apartment is all I'm saying. Sure, but he's also just getting started out and he already has that much stuff from his exes. <laughs> oh yeah, no, because yeah, like, like, you don't, many women? you don't pick up a lamp from like a one night stand. Exactly. You know, no. these are like long committed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which we know he has a problem with too because he's just like in love and all Ugh. in. All and he went on a trip to England with the one girl, I guess, because the that phones, the telephone. Yeah. Thing. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 He likes to travel with them. Pretty so well. he's like twenty six in this and has an apartment full of stuff that exes have left him. Yeah, well, here's, That's here's the thing that bothers me <laughs> the most about this episode, and I want to get your opinions on this. Yeah. Um, it, then he wants he finds out that all of Robin's dogs were given to her by ex boyfriends. Yes. He asks her. To get rid of those dogs? Absolutely not. Okay, that's my opinion. You can <laughs> it, and, and, with and a heartbeat. To be fair, that was the that was also the opinion of the friend group. Yes, they yeah. were like, "You're a monster." What are you talking about? And if she does it anyway. Because I, I, yeah, and I think there's something it's inherently different between you are keeping things because you still have feelings for your exes, and that's not good for me. Which we could debate that till the cows come home. Uh, versus this is a living, breathing thing with its own personality that I've taken care of. It's like kids, right? right. You're like, your kids remind me of your ex. Yeah, yeah. they look yeah. like them. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, no, don't ever tell someone to get rid of their living, breathing anything. Uh, <laughs> but also, who gets that many dogs from different exes? Who's who? How did that happen? And her apartment is way too clean uh, for being the size that it is with that many dogs. 
I'm sorry. I, I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Five, five dogs in a New York City apartment is a bit of a red flag. And she's also out all the time. She's yes. working all the time. She's with her friends all the time. Like, ooh, where, where's the dog walker? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want the fine details. <laughs> what is your view on keeping stuff from your exes, though? Because that was... Um, I think if it has a purpose, then I don't understand why you wouldn't keep it. You know what I mean? It depends on exactly what it is, but like I have some stuff I'm sure kicking around somewhere from some of my exes, but some of it, I don't even think about it that way anymore. Right. It's like, like if I like say I come in and I catch you taking a hot whiff off of a sweater, that's not mine. Yeah. I'd probably be a little peeved. (laughs) Okay. Probably be a little pissed off. Certainly. But, you know, if, if somebody gave you like, uh, like if somebody gave you like a laptop, like, oh, are, yeah, you, are you supposed to get that. rid of that laptop now because your ex gave it to you? That's madness. No. Yeah. A laptop is fine. But it's like it's sentimental like shit. Like if I like, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Like if it, there shouldn't be photos of you two all over the walls and I shouldn't see like a greeting card from this person. Okay. Stuff like that. Like you better keep it locked in a box somewhere. I can't find it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> absolutely, that's where that belongs. Okay. But like. Stuff that's around that doesn't, I, I, I think certain things just can't hold sentimental value for me. Yes. And so I just project that on other people and I assume everyone's the same. <laughs> I'm like, why wouldn't you keep your stuff? I think that, I just think that's a lamp. Like, I don't think yeah, that's anything. Yeah, you're not anything. caressing your lamp at night, crying, falling asleep. Right. Yeah. No, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. That's I just also, me. I'm I was a bit a, of an emotional monster, though. So no. Who knows? <laughs> and I'm very much of the opinion that it's like, you're a human being like to kind of go back to that baggage thing. It's like, you're a human being, you've had experiences, uh, and those are part of who you are. Yeah. So like you, you don't just wipe the slate clean anytime you break up with somebody, right? Like there's always, you have to, you have to acknowledge that you have been affected in some way by being with that person for positive or negative. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like I had an ex who scorched earth after we broke up, like, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, deleted mm-hmm. everybody she met on Facebook who she'd even met while we were together. Oh boy. And it was just like, oh, that's nuts. Like blocking phone numbers of like mutual friends who would like, and it was just like, wow. That's, yeah. Some know. people feel it hard. Adam. I guess yeah. so. I Some guess so. Some people really feel it hard. I'm Here. not going to lie. I'm pretty sure I've gone scorched earth on somebody before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, in the moment, you're like, fuck you and fuck all y'all. <laughs> <That's> so <laughs> Absolutely. Especially like I, I met one guy on Tinder. And I was like, dude, like, like we only dated for five months and sure. I met some of his friends and like I had them on. So I just deleted all those mother. I don't think I blocked them, but I deleted everybody. Cause I was like, I don't need to see. Yeah. Like, no, I didn't, that's you know what I mean? You know, you can get people out of your life. I'm just yeah. saying like, don't pretend like that five months never happened. You know? Yeah. Like, that's my ah, point. true. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so at the end of that, episode, they both have horrible, uh, ideas of what stuff like th- that you can tell those two are people who are not ready for a relationship. But at the end of that fight, they decide to move in together. Yes. And I just have this one point that I need to make because this is such a problem, not a problem with the show, a problem they didn't realize they had, which was this is 2030, them talking about 2005 or 2006 at this point. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're moving and Lily takes a box of stuff and puts it in a moving truck, and she goes to Ted, uh, I put all your sweaters uh, in the box labeled Bill Cosby. And Ted says, 
<laughs> Make fun all you want, but America loved him for a reason. And I know they did not know that in 2005, 2006 yeah. when that episode yeah. was. But the idea that Ted in 2030 knows <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and yeah. included that detail in his thing That's is funny. like, ooh. When you, yeah. yeah. When you think about it, but, but he didn't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so awkward. But there's so much. That happens in the show where you're like, even just because the show's not that old. No. Even now, looking at it, like like what um, I know this wasn't in your list of to watch, but um, oh, of course, uh, uh, Robin uh, works with this guy. What was his name? Uh, they, he he looked like a or he turned into a duck in one episode. What oh, just it? call a him Her- the duck. Her- <laughs> was it Harold? Oh my God, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anyways, but he he would come into work without any pants, you know, and like he was a, just a disaster to himself. But like looking back at that now, like that she had to work with a man who was like half naked and just a complete disaster. And then they ended up dating. Oh, boy. It's just <laughs> <laughs> post me to movement in the workplace. I'm like, oi, 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 no, oh, yeah. no, no. <laughs> Uh, get that guy out of there. <laughs> also, don't date him. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, a lot of this stuff would not fly. I just, oh, what they do, yeah. Well, I mean, they, that's how they, her character is written, though, right? Like, a, um, which, which drives me needing male approval is very, but it, at it's the same high on the time, list. Yeah, I, I don't know, just re-watching this again re- recently, because I love Robin, and I relate mm. to Robin in a lot of ways, but just the way that they wrote her to be so susceptible to men, you know? She's just, like, she's so strong. She grew up with this horrible dad, but then she's also, as a result, just, like, really tough with a soft interior. Mm-hmm. And then she's just like, okay, sure, you guys just, like, you know, whatever. Even yeah, in that just first run my episode, uh, or the second episode, yeah, where she's just like, no, I, I think I want casual. And then Ted's just like, yeah, I can do that. And she's like, oh, okay. Like for a second, you know, she's just so flaky. But I don't think, I don't know, they're just so back and forth with Robin. Mm, mm-hmm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I well, it's not entirely what we're talking about right now, but I no, just, I don't know. I think honestly, sometimes, uh, if you, if you look at it a little closer, for me, I'm just like, oh, just Robin is in a bad place and the men around her don't respect that. You know what I mean? Like they don't give her, they, they manipulate her. They don't give her proper time to deal with anything. Yeah. Uh, and then she just spins out like, uh, like Ted. Okay. So let's talk about the second episode. Okay. Um, Ted, uh, after telling a woman that he loves her on the first date, because this man lives in a movie in his mind, Mm -hmm. everything is a romantic gesture. I think we've all met one of these people, by the way. I think we all know one of these people that you can tell they're living in a cinema in their fucking head. And they tell every story. Like it's some grand, like this is the, this is the biography of my life. Like it's just, (laughs) and it's insane. And you just got to listen to these idiots and go, okay, yeah, that's a really mundane detail. Please move on. Uh, but he holds three parties over a weekend because he can't for, cause he's manipulating or he doesn't want to be honest about any of his shit. He's doing this like calculated chest dating thing that I fucking, I hate it. That's I brutal. hate it. This idea of like, oh, there's rules to dating. You got to wait three days and you got to do this and you got to do that. Mm-hmm. Or like, I've, I have to like play manipulative games with you because I'm not, I don't have a good enough personality for you to like me on my own. Right. right. That's but what it is. At the end of the episode, he does all of a sudden just be like, uh, he's totally straight with her. He's like, these were all for you. And 
Yeah, but how do you not fucking run, dude? If I showed oh, yeah. up on Sunday and somebody was like, "Oh, okay, well, uh, I've I've been holding all of these parties to seem casual," that's so exactly what I'm saying. Like, oh. like, like this is the kind of girl who, yeah, I don't know. It what? just it just seems so out of character. It, it, it really does. Also, that one guy's name was Donald. I got it. <laughs> you just had to leave. The duck was named leave. Donald. <laughs> You had to leave it for a while. It's like yeah. a comeback. Uh, and and uh, to the to your point there, um, she's a smart woman. Yeah, uh, and, and very strong. And who, <laughs> what intelligent person would think this person is holding three parties in a weekend? That's a normal thing for a human to do. Yeah, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. not just be like. Like if I called you up and you're like, "Sorry, I missed your party," and you're like, "Well, g- good luck, because uh, good news, because we're having two more on subsequent nights," yeah. I'd be like, "Oh no, n- no." And that's another <laughs> that's another good point. And going back to your like, you have to look at who's writing the story there, because uh, you know maybe she was like, uh, and there was actually an episode that talks about that. That talks about like different like was it like this or was it like this like, mm-hmm. like uh, okay like when uh. uh Oh boy! Like uh, they compared uh, how Lily and Marshall got together to like uh, they're like, but out of context, that's really creepy, you know? Yeah, the, and stuff like that. The episode I don't I don't think we had this one yet, but the uh, Slutty Pumpkin episode. Yeah. Um, so that is a great episode in the sense of it it indicates what's going on in his head versus what's actually happening in the other person's head. Right. Mm. Like he was like, this has been so awkward. Like this woman's crazy. And then she's kind of starts going through it. And she was like, no, I was clearly joking here and you were fucking up here. So I tried to cover you. And then by the end of it, you're like, yeah, like, wow. And if, you think about it that way in the sense that Ted is telling his own story. Mm-hmm. That's every single time he's dating a woman mm-hmm. is that we should probably have that extra two minutes at the end of the episode where the woman goes, and this is how I felt about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and this is how I viewed this <laughs> because you're a nightmare. <laughs> Everything's so grand in his mind. Like even this story is so excessively and inappropriate to tell your children. Absolutely. <laughs> So long. Like, here's here's the story. I will do the entire thing. This is how you should uh, 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 phrase this to your kids. Hey, kids, I want to tell you the story about how I met your mother. So, believe it or not, uh, me and your Aunt Robin used to date before she married Barney. <laughs> I've just <laughs> yeah. covered the first eight seasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, then I met your mother, and... <laughs> Uh, and we had you and we were very happy and she died and I would like very much for your permission to uh, to date your Aunt Robin again. Okay. Please and thank you. All right. Like, do, don't get me wrong. I know there's nuance in here but yes. we have all sat through an elderly relative's story and you go, get to the fucking point. Listen, you guys, worse. <laughs> We're storytellers. This is the best part of life. You get these little bits and pieces and love, love story, you guys. Oh my goodness. That's what, this is the... Luva's like rubbing her eyes. She's like incensed right now. Oh, I just, you know, and I'm... 
And especially when it comes to love, all these little pieces, like, yeah, there's a ton of wasted episodes. You think of the seasons, they're over 20 episodes long. That's too long. It's too much that the writers have to fill in, like, well, I guess here's another piece, like where they, the episode where they'll quit smoking or whatever. Bullshit. But, you know, like, there's just the little pieces, like the umbrella and... Um, mm. Yeah, uh, just just little bits. It, it, when when you come to the finale and you see them on that platform and they realize all these paths that they've crossed are just tiny little pieces that brought them together. That's oh 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 come on. No yeah, yeah. I, I, it was yeah. just like you could have sped it up. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they made so they gave some comedy writers some jobs for a while, and no, that's nice to have. <laughs> well, and that's kind of where the and, and that's kind of where the the concept of the show mm-hmm. runs up against the fact that it's a TV show, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We as audience members are sitting here going. I really like these these five friends yeah. hanging out in New York City together, and yeah. I'm so for an episode where they all quit smoking or you know go on a trip somewhere. But in terms of the efficiency of, Absolutely. excuse me, sure. can I please date your aunt, Ron? <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. And then there was an onion on my belt. That was the style at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Old man Ted Mosby. That was st- that's so he, funny. He, he admits that yeah. the whole series is like, yeah, he's an old soul, and he just, you know, he loves this shit. Uh, yeah. Ted's a whiny bitch. Yeah, I hope, granted, I yes, hope Ted kept a diary and is not just doing all this from memory. That's so <laughs> funny. Uh, he, oh my, he Ted of sure. course has a diary. Yeah, <laughs> it's red leather to match his boots. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he sits at a desk with them on and journals with a quill. Okay, he's such a dick. <laughs> Okay, I hate him. Like, I want to, okay, I want to talk about Victoria for a little bit. Because, oh, um, like, Victoria, oh, she got a real raw deal, man. Well, hang on. Now I know, I know it switches later in the seasons, switches but later. what we're covering right now. Okay. Right. Um, he, Ted does something that I, I hate when I see it in TV shows. And now speaking about it, now I'm thinking we should do an episode for friends because I've got mm. a lot of words against Ross. Oh boy, uh, yeah. A lot of words. Yep. Um, this idea of give up your dream for me. Stay. Yeah. Oh, it's. Stay. Oh, no. <laughs> Absolutely. Because the second she switches and goes, okay, I'm going to go, I'm like, that'd be my answer too. Yeah. For sure. Because Be you then, want me to stay. Yes, mm-hmm. because you want me to stay. I shouldn't stay with somebody that would want me to stay. You're a nightmare, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, okay, well, we clearly need to break up. And she's like, well, you could move with me. And he's like, no. And she makes a great point of like, well, why, why do I have to uproot my shit? And you're not uh, willing to uproot yours. This is insane. Yeah, she totally calls him out. On yeah, it. yeah, which I love. Yeah, I'm like yeah. get yeah, it, really get them, yeah. get them. They, they right? have, they have. She went to London, right? Germany, Germany. Germany. Yeah, like, they have buildings in Germany. <laughs> yeah, they have yeah. things you can architect. In yeah. fact, they have nicer buildings. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up, like if I didn't love my job at the time, I'd be like, hell yeah, I'll go to Germany for a year. Yeah, you know doesn't I mean? work out. Head on back. Yeah, get a flight ticket. You're good, man. Yeah. He asks her to stay. She goes. Okay. They decide they're going to do long distance, which, okay, I can't agree with everybody's sentiment in this episode of like long distance does not work. I'm like, yeah, long distance doesn't work, but then you try it anyway, because that's the compromise. Yeah. I mean, that was the only kind of solution at the time for them. Yeah. 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 And then he uh, cheats on her because she doesn't call him fast enough. Right. No, it's not okay. That's like, are you insane? The 2 a.m. thing was... I like the whole time I was just like, what are you doing, man? Like, like the whole nothing good happens after 2 a.m. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Uh, But all his friends 
our this and this is his story. Yeah. And all his friends are like, this is a bad idea. Go home. Don't also, do this. also kind of fuck you, Robin, for even putting him in that position. Like you don't call somebody up that you're just friends with and mm-hmm. be like, it's nope. 2 a.m. Uh, I just came home from the bar. Do you want to come over? Like, that's like you know that's wrong. Absolutely. Yeah. But I would say less wrong than going over. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, uh, Robin is not dating anybody. Okay, point one. She's not dating anybody, okay? Victoria, she's had a pretty short stint of friendship with. Okay. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think... I, I mean, I, I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying I don't think it's as bad as Ted being like, I have a girlfriend. I'm going to go over there and I'm going to lie and tell you we broke up. Yeah, that's I, that's like, the part that really. You know what I mean? It's not. It's bad, but I don't think it's as bad. Uh, Yeah, no, it's not as bad, but definitely like. And I mean, live and learn, I guess. But like if I know <laughs> a guy is dating someone, I I just I need to have the wherewithal to not. You know, I don't mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, especially because you're trying to navigate this awkward, like, we kind of dated, we've slept together. She knows uh, the control she has over Ted. Yes. She knows. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's and, a, and that's something you have to be aware of. <laughs> yeah, so she knows. It's a, It was a bad and, situation uh, all the way around. Yeah, but Ted really should, it's both of them, ugh. In that situation. Yeah, everybody's oversharers, too, in this show. Like, mm-hmm. when, honestly... The the episode where um, he t- Ted tells all of his friends that Stella hasn't slept with anybody for five years. Mm. I'm like, I was on Stella 100. I'm like, I'd be a viciously upset. Yeah, viciously upset. Are you kidding me? Because here's the thing. I'm not saying you can't tell your friends secrets, but your friends need to keep those secrets. Yes. Okay, like if you know your friends can't lock it down, like Lily, who is notorious for not being able to keep a secret, she's not right the first that. person I would tell. Okay. He tells his friends, they make jokes in front of her, which is insane, which is insanely insensitive. Mm-hmm. Okay. She gets upset and then Ted turns it on her and says, this is your problem because you're afraid of commitment. You're afraid of what's going to happen. That is the most manipulative shit. That's crazy. I used to have a boyfriend that did that to me. I would try and break up with him on the phone and then he would convince me that it was my problems and that I had commitment issues. And then I'd get off the phone and I'd be like, what happened? What, what happened? Like, I just, I, I got, it was like, I was completely confused. I was like, what the fuck happened? And it was just like twists and turns of little manipulations where you go, oh, I got so turned around on that. And that's exactly what he does. And then she turns around and is like, yes, you're right. Which is why Ted is such a fucking dick. Oh, I've written down dick, Dilho. I've got a lot of words. <laughs> and a lot of, a lot of words for Ted. Uh, yeah, man. Like Stella to me is not bad. Like he, she left him at the altar. Yes. Okay. But she left him at the altar for the love of her life. Ted would do the exact same fucking Absolutely thing. Absolutely, he would. Yes. Yeah, he, he, would, had, he would do the Robin same thing in a up. heartbeat. And he even took Victoria from her altar. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So who is he? Especially because when he watches this movie, he's like, she was a, a really bad t- woman. Uh, you know, I dated a really terrible woman and her uh, new husband wrote this movie about me. I'm like, she's not terrible. At no point in my mind was she terrible. And like, they even discuss at one point in the movie, she, he uh, like the what is it Jed Mosley or whatever yeah, the, yes. the character's Mosley. name um, he goes like oh yeah like uh, I, I 
You, you have to give up your beautiful place and come live above a bar with me in my shitty apartment. I'm like, yes, that's exactly what you were asking her. Okay. And you just worded a little differently, but this <laughs> motherfucker's right. Okay. Yep. Yeah, man, that guy wasn't bad. I, I will argue. I'm like, you, you probably shouldn't steal somebody's story and <laughs> make a bunch of money off of it and not send anybody uh, a couple of dollars. You know what I mean? Probably would have sent him a royalty check or two. He changed sure. the name. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, that movie, I was like, I don't think, I don't think the karate instructor's a dick. I don't think Stella's a dick. I think they were right. I think she made the absolute right call. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, they definitely should not have gotten married, but I think there's a lot in their relationship where also at the same time they, uh, like both of them weren't really seeing who each other were, just kind of mm-hmm. what, what they wanted. Yeah. Um, well, it's kind of a running theme throughout this whole show. Yeah. Like even Ted and Robin, we find out when they move in together, actually know nothing about each other. Right. Yeah. They're, yeah. Ted no. doesn't know she smokes. Yeah. That's a huge one. <laughs> well, yeah. In that episode, uh, uh, where they all quit smoking, it's like all of a sudden you learn that they've all been smoking this whole time. You know what I mean? Like yep. that's also, they're just kind of like, well, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the only woman I think Ted has dated that I was like, she's perfect for you is Karen. Which um, one was Karen? Uh, that 70s show. Um, oh, no, the, no, pr- no. the very pretentious yeah. one. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I was like, that's the girl well, for it's, Ted. It's, no. kind of, it's, the, it's the female equivalent <laughs> of It's female Ted. Ted. It's, it's female Ted. Ted. It's they get, do not bang your head. It no. is female Ted. <laughs> <laughs> no, because he, you're, you're absolutely right. So they start dating yeah. and he immediately goes into this. I'm so pretentious and blah, blah, blah. And I hate to order off menu. <laughs> he relishes in that. You know what I mean? And, and she cheats on him all the time and he keeps coming back. And, uh, and I think, yeah, I, I think that's, I think uh, they're perfect together. I think they should, that should have been the mother. Yeah. <laughs> Had she come back around at the end, I'd be like, yeah, this all makes sense. Yeah. That's, <laughs> this all they, makes a lot of yeah. sense. This pretentious bitch. I'm going to throw it over to Luba cause she looks like she has a lot to say. <laughs> I, 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 I don't really. I just, I, I'm glad that it was such a short chapter in this entire show because she was horrible. And, uh, I'm glad that, you know, she was just a short blip, Dark journey and his big burr one to the okay, all right. It does bring <laughs> up what I think is one of the darkest <laughs> and most insidious things that any character does in this entire show, where we learn that Lily has been secretly framing Ted's girlfriends to break up with him. Oh my god, yeah. Lily, <laughs> Lily? Oh, I am not a fan of Lily. I uh, which is weird because going into the show, she was part of why I started watching because I used to really like Buffy and I was yeah. a fan of Willow. Same, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, and to that point, I, I got to put this out there. Um, this cast is phenomenal. So good. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Say it what really you will about so all the good. characters, but like you look at even just the uh, the pedigree. So Alison Hannigan from Buffy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason Siegel was on, uh, uh, not was it Freaks, Freaks and, Geeks? and Geeks? It was yeah. Freaks and Geeks, or there was the other mm-hmm. college one, I can't remember. But like established TV actor, uh, Doogie Howser, MD, obviously, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh and uh, I think Ted and Robin are like the only two that weren't really on TV any before. And Kobe yeah. Smaller, uh, I always <laughs> mangle that name. <laughs> <laughs> Kobe Smulders is fantastic. Like she's gone on to movies and she's got a new TV show now. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. this show with a less talented cast, not good at all. Oh, you yeah. you need Neil Patrick Harris. You, yeah, you yeah. need him yes. to like bow this whole show. Yeah, like he is at his uh, physical acting, singing ability, deli- everything's phenomenal. Yeah, like that man can drop a line. Yes, and 
under less skilled actors, like this is a terrible, terrible show. It wouldn't have gotten past the first season. I guess no. you could say that to anything, but mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. like they bring so much charm and uh, lovability to these characters. Yeah. Like yeah. how many times when this when this show was coming out, did you hear legend wait for it, Derry? Like that was that yeah. was everywhere. That was a lot of people. That's like like you. He literally he just like solidified a catchphrase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That everybody used. That's true. Because <laughs> yeah. this show was insanely popular. Yeah, and they were really good at uh, doing little things that, I mean, uh, it's same with, like, As Good As Friends. There's stuff that you'll remember forever, like uh, Let's Go to the Mall, like Robin's Oh, song. yeah, so um, good. Robin Sparkles. Oh, so yeah. Sparkles. You know, like, there's just little bits that uh, live on, you know? They, yeah. I don't know. They did really good of, what, what do you call that? It just catches well, on. What yeah, like a, a set piece. Yeah, it's remember. just... Yeah. Uh, Robin Sparkles, though. Okay, for any American <laughs> listeners that we have, you guys get the... You know what that's based on, right? What's that based on? You don't. Oh, you don't know this. No, I just, okay. I just, I so, just assumed it was just like, like oh, Canadian. Like, like, yeah, that's yeah. what we all grow up with. Uh, okay. Well, so do yourself a favor. Ooh, and, oh my god, I'm so and <laughs> Google the artist Alanis, who was uh, later known as Alanis Morissette, no! who is no! doing a pop song in a mall. No. Yeah, and it's like something like Too Hot or something like that. And it's Alanis Morissette dancing around in like this pop thing before Dave Coulier, before Jagged Little Pill. And she is this like Canadian, like was this attempt to be this Canadian pop star. And Robin Sparkles is a direct uh, insp- it's directly inspired by that. You're I blowing my that. mind. You're yeah. blowing my mind. Yeah, what? Alanis too hot. Like just oh, just yeah. look it up. Uh, and it's like not at all what Alanis Morissette is known for. No, of course. Uh, but that's absolutely yes. So, oh. The fact that Robin is Canadian, I like a little. Oh, bit. we gotta link that later. We gotta link. Yeah, this we're gonna later. link that on the Twitter, um, so you can check that out if you want to see that. And this, I'm gonna check that yeah, out. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. There's, there's. So many. We actually had a listener um, tweet at us and be mm-hmm. like, "You guys should do an episode on what the differences between Canada and America are." And I'm like, "Well, you know, we we cover that mm-hmm. as it comes up in this." Ep- and then I watched this episode of How I Met Your Mother, where Robin has a secret that she went to a Canadian celebrity's house, asked her to do a dirty (laughs) sex move, and he collected something. And they're trying to guess all the Uh way through. I think about that all the time. Harvey's Trace. Harvey's (laughs) Trace, which is a legit... So I'm going to read it verbatim what she says. Uh, she's talking about Harvey's Trays. Harvey's is a restaurant we have in Canada. That's a real thing. It's Mm -hmm. a burger joint. And they don't know what it is. So she says... Road tripping down the Trans-Canada Highway, you get a hunger on between Milverton and Wawa. Where are you going to strap on that feed bag, huh? (laughs) And I... (laughs) One immediately thought of Rebecca. (laughs) Yes! Oh, my God. And I was like, I think I have been to both Milverton and Wawa. Wawa. Oh, my God. That's so funny. I will say, though, I don't think Milverton is on the Trans-Canada. It's the only... Oh, no. That does sound like something I would say, though. Oh, yeah. I was like, clearly you had at least one Canadian on that writing staff who is able to do to do those jokes. Cause like yeah. at some point it's like, Oh, look at Canada. They're so weird. They're like us, but they're not. Yeah. <laughs> and then at other points it's just like, 
Oh, no, you got that pretty right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's such a fun running gag throughout the show. And later yeah. on when uh, Barney throws that surprise, uh, I guess, not engagement party, but like bachelorette for, what do you call that? It was like the day before their wedding. Oh, I guess it was the wedding rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Yes. Before they got married and they was in an ice rink and they had all this Canadian stuff. That, yeah, that's these little things for us. How nice of them. <laughs> Although I love the one where they're like all Canadians are afraid of the dark. Yes. <laughs> I just think that's so funny. <laughs> How do you scare a Canadian? You turn the lights off. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's, I, it's honestly, not that we're scared of the dark. It's that we get seasonal affective disorder. Because it's like, it's, it's dark up here from like 4 p.m. to like 7 a.m. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, I love that one so much. That makes it's me laugh. So good. I want to, <laughs> I just want to touch on the really like Ted is again a dick in it. But the real reason why I wanted you guys to watch the, uh, this is a season three, episode 18, uh, where Barney gets a new, trying to get a new wingman. Um, And because it features one of my absolute favorite characters in the whole series, and that is Randy, my friends, played by Will Forte. Mm -hmm. Uh, Will Forte can do no wrong. No wrong. This episode, like, honestly, it's one of my favorite episodes solely based off of this one line that he says in the whole episode where he goes, uh, what's your favorite thing about koalas? Their meat is delicious. (laughs) I... Fucking laughed my ass. The first He's time I heard that, I was like, that's brilliant. Does he uh, show up again or is it like one and done? He does. One more episode. Yeah, he does one more episode. Okay. I, I think at least. They sprinkle him in a little bit, I, but like for like a minute. Oh, it was uh, later on. Um, oh my God, I'm trying to remember now. He worked with Marshall. He worked with Marshall, and he kept wanting to quit to do to oh start a to brewery. make a brewery. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Will Forte is <laughs> absolutely excellent in this episode. Oh. <laughs> Anytime but you see Will so Forte good. as a guest star, you're like, this is gonna be f-. like I didn't yeah. even particularly care for that storyline. I was like, ugh, you know, like a whole storyline about like getting a wingman and yeah. picking up chicks. I'm no. like, not there for it, but I'm like. Will Forte doing this? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> He's so great. But even just to talk about how how much I dislike Ted uh, a little more in yeah. this episode. First of all, he yeah. So he does the thing where he tells his friends that uh, that Stella hasn't had sex in five years. But then he also tries to use a potato skin as a metaphor for sex with him. Do you remember that? Scene? Oh yes, and she goes. What a weird. Like, he's like, oh, this is funny. I used to love potato skins and thought they were amazing. But now that I'm retrying them, they're only okay. Because he's worried about Stella's expectation being too high for sex. Right. This is the brilliant advice his friends give him, is just try and lower expectations. Or and- maybe just talk to her like she's an adult person. Yes. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, maybe be like, hey, you're a doctor. Maybe you'll understand this. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, where, where in there is he like, you're an intelligent, independent woman who's been raising a child for all this many years. I'm sure that you have thoughts and feelings on this. Yeah. But this is something consistent with Ted's character where he is unwilling to just say what he wants. Everything has to be a little trick or a manipulation. Sure. Or little things and you look at Barney and you're like he's disgusting he's doing this it's just that he's doing it more like a a little more silly than Ted's doing it but Ted's doing it yeah like don't get it twisted Ted is doing oh, it yeah. and consistently I want it to be known that I'm not fully pro Ted <laughs> Ted is a damaged not like I wouldn't date Ted I just but no. uh, but to be fair we all know Ted. We all know lots of Ted. We do know we do lots know of Ted's. Ted's. And we are all flawed ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe not to this extent. 
different ways. We whatever. got baggage. But it's just the journey the show takes you on uh, is sometimes just for me. I just I just can't say no. We were talking about this the other night, like the How Your Mother Met Me episode. I cry every time. Oh every no! Time. For me, it's when Marshall's dad dies, and uh, that was every the time one Marshall's I was dad dies. I yeah. just I'll ball my I'll ball my it, eyes out. I can't help it. Such a real, you know. There's <sighs> just so many real moments in this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's another episode. Sorry, Craig. No, <laughs> but but back with Marshall's dad, where he like uh, it was uh, the Super Bowl, and he goes mm. and he's like telling a story like by his dad's gravestone, yeah. and then the whole like city like they end up having a barbecue. That's also a really good episode. Yeah, yeah. anything with Marshall's timeline, I like. It's great. Uh, Marshall is my favorite character. Yeah, in, in the yeah. sense. Yeah. Of like redeemable characteristics, nice mm-hmm. person, really trying. Yeah, he's the best one. Yeah, he really is. And then on a little note of positivity, so mm-hmm. you're you're saying how like yeah, Ted is flawed and all the rest. I will say, this is all in hindsight. So hopefully, I know this goes against my own argument, but like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, one would hope that because he's being so honest about the things that happened in hindsight, that he has grown and developed as a human being and is now a better person for it. Yes. Well, that's exactly what it is. And um, um, before I came here, I rewatched. There's, okay, there is an alternate ending, but there are also deleted scenes to the ending that we saw. And in the deleted scenes, there's one that is so cringeworthy, but... It's basically he has dinner with Robin before they get back together, and Robin and Ted goes, "How did we get here?" And she's just like, "Yeah, like, do you have you thought like you know after all this nice McLarens and like you know like what if?" And he's just like, "No, I've never thought what if you know because he did end up with his a beautiful happy life you know and it's so cringeworthy being like oh Robin's just been sitting there like uh, you know pining and and it's also weird because Ted's being like no when you know the ending is that they do fall in love but um. Uh, what was the point that I was going with this? Yes, he did. He did grow because he did um, become that full human, and you know, raised a happy family and loved his wife so much. Like he really did have it perfect. Um, I hate how that scene makes the ending that we saw feel so weird. Um, I wouldn't mm. recommend watching it. Um, <laughs> it was it was deleted for a reason. It yeah. really was. There's some scenes from the final episode where you're like, oh Jesus Christ, um, but. Yeah, yeah, I really like how the show ended. It, you know, it. I, a lot of people hated it. Mm. Um, I think it was succinct enough where it wasn't weird, so that's why that scene lessens it for me. But yeah, the, the, there was an original or alternate ending where his wife lives, and that changes everything as well. Um, I but don't know. I, I think I'd like her to live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. That so would be how, perfect. How, but also, how this is that, life, and it's shitty. You know, like yeah. How does that, that affect? So, so that's just is kind of a happy ending where, and now we're together. Yeah, and it's just like, and that's how I met your mother, and Barney and Robin stay together, and it just kind of ends. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's an alternate ending. The ending that we saw is very sad. And uh, a lot of people didn't like it because they're just like, oh, he just ended up with Robin. But it's, it's, it was also like, well, gosh, sometimes a lot of shitty stuff happens in life. And at least he ended up, they ended and up being up happy. You life know? is a winding road and you never know where it's going to leave you yeah. or when paths yeah. will cross again. And it just yeah. felt a little seems- heavy for a sitcom for me. You know what I mean? Like something that's a 20 minute. You, this is something that's 20 minutes in my mind. It should be more like uh, just like a light wrap up. That's a, that's how I feel like most of these shows should end. Just be like, just lightly wrap it up for me. That's all I want. Just put a bow on it. Except that 
it's not just a 22-minute episode of TV. It is nine years times 22 ep- 20 episodes mm-hmm. of trying to tell one story, meandering mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. And, and that's that's a huge problem that I think they managed to do pretty well because you look at things like Battlestar Galactica or um, uh, Lost or something like that yeah. where it seems like they're headed somewhere and then they completely... Uh, do not stick the landing. That's a fair point. And and like like comparing this to a show like Friends, where you don't really know who ends up who ends up together. There's no definitive ending to Friends. The from episode one of this show, there is a definitive. There is a point that they need to get to. Yeah, those kids had to record an ending. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be great if it just got canceled like mid season. They're like, yeah, yeah, you're done. Uh, we, don't, we don't ever figure this out. Yeah. Which is Man. the equivalent of like starting to tell a story and then being like, oh, where do you keep the where do you keep the knives? You're like, oh, it's in the drawer over there. Sorry, what was I saying? Anyway, not important. I'm sure. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll come back to me later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like you were saying, yeah, it is heavy, uh, but also like uh, the episodes that we just talked about, like Marshall's dad. Uh, yeah, that's how your true. Met me yeah. and, and all that stuff. It really does take you through that. Mm-hmm. It, I think I think it's a really pretty good representation of what we all go through. I think it's actually pretty good. Yeah, like it's, it, there's uh, so many cringeworthy mo- moments, but that's um, yeah, that's mostly a, with the musical choices. Did you oh, know? Yeah. Oh man, alive! Oh boy, yeah. Just. Honestly, they they hit it about five percent. About five yeah. percent of the time, they'll put on like the Pixies or something. I'm like, all right, yeah. slamming. That's great. Oh, uh, and there's an episode with the Shins. That's so yeah, good. yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of episodes where I'm like, okay, you hit it for this one. The rest of them, I'm like, this is so manufactured to try and make me feel something, but the song's so bad, I can't ignore it. Like, I can only focus on the lyrics of this terrible, terrible song I've never heard. And that's another, in retrospect thing, it's like, really, Ted? In 2030, you look back at 2006, and that was the song that you picked as the <laughs> class? We know now, that didn't stick around. Like, <laughs> oh, that's funny. Like, there's a song we all remember from 2006. That ain't it. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the value of hindsight. I do want to kind of just quickly hit on a couple other ways where which I think Barney is right. Um, Get it. The moving episode. He steals the truck at, from Ted and forces him to go out at night to make him realize that him and Robin know nothing about each other and that they're not actually all that good for each other. Which ends up being he ends up being right about that. It's a very mm-hmm, manipulative mm-hmm. thing to do, but he's also come with me. We're hanging out. I need you to realize this. Oh right? yeah, I think manipulation is the only thing Ted Mosby understands. Right, and, <laughs> and, and it's the only thing that works. He on parked him. it behind their bar. Like yeah. it was. It it literally he. They live above the bar, so he just drove it around the back of the building. Right. So it's not that bad. Um, and <laughs> just to Robin's character. Uh, I feel like this needs to be pointed out. Robin is a person who is a gun owner who consistently loses her guns. (laughs) (laughs) That is not a responsible person. (laughs) I'm not saying you can't have a gun. I'm just saying if you're the kind of person who more than one occasion misplaces a gun, uh, you probably should not. Oh, yeah, I'm not allowed to have a gun. No. (laughs) I am not allowed to have a gun. She even says at one point, I hope that's not being used in a crime. (laughs) 
no, she's not good. I, and in one episode, she's like, oh, it's fine. The safety is on. Like, yeah. turns it on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, that's he's he just has a lot of points where he is consistently telling the truth to people. Like, I think there was uh, an episode where he's just, he's the only friend who tells them that something is ugly yeah. or bad. Oh, it was Lily's play. He goes oh, to see yeah. Lily's play and he goes, that was terrible. And we're all performers here, mm-hmm. right? There's nothing worse than just people being like, so good. Oh, you, oh, you yeah. killed it. Yeah. Like, he could have softened it a little bit, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but just been like, you, you know, you tried really hard at that, Lily. It just was not very good. <laughs> I value that. On, that Don't get me wrong. That's going to hurt. But I value that honesty in a friend more so than someone who oh, is, I prefer that who every is willing time. to lie mm-hmm, to me. Mm-hmm. Because if you're willing to lie, you know, about small things like that, you're going to lie to me about I'm perfect for Robin. Are you going to lie to me about, you know, all that stuff? Just to, a thought. Just I'm to defend the you did a good job a little bit. I do do that sometimes. But it's be also because I know when I'm watching a performer, it's not always the audience, you know what I mean? Or or it's someone that I like and I know their stuff and I really like it and I don't want them to like give up on it, basically. Sure. You know what I mean? Um, but you can construct that that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like, that was great. And they'll be like, no, I'll be like, you know, it's a, obviously a rough audience or this and that, like given the situation, but you as a person are great, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Lily Uh, didn't write the play. She just starred in it, right? You'd be like, Mm -hmm. good for you for, uh, I don't think that play was very good, but like you acted, you rehearsed it. it. You, you know, they've got a theater space in New York City. That's I know. pretty great. Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty cool. cool. Like, they did make fun of the theater space, but I'm like, man, that's that feels this feels familiar. <laughs> <laughs> we have all done oh, shows yeah. in that room. Yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. the smell and I'm like, that's every open mic. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Uh yeah, so I think uh, yeah. Barney is my villain. I think he was right because he's yeah, ultimately okay. born out in this too. Yeah, I think every woman that Ted has dated was right. <laughs> that has broken up with him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear. Yeah. Anything else we wanted to no, hit I on think, with this? No. I, I, I think I've said enough bad words in Ted's direction. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Let us know what you think, who you think the villain is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's time for us to uh, rate that villain where we give our definitive ratings of how good the villain is. Uh, Rebecca, what do you got? I've, I've got the uh, wait for it scale. Um, so I'm rating Ted because I think he's the villain. So I've got uh, in between uh, rot, wait for it, 10. That's rotten, my friends. Uh, out, wait for it, standing. I give him a trash, wait for it, garbage. He's trash garbage. <laughs> he's a terrible person. I hate him. <laughs> uh, do you got one? No. Okay, no worries. <laughs> no worries. It's a, uh, yeah, so I'm doing the, uh, the regret scale. Okay. The regret scale. Uh, so from uh, leaving your lunch on the counter... Oh, I really wish I hadn't done that. I was really looking forward to that lunch, you know, to uh, I should never have gotten on that plane. Uh, I'm going to give this uh, I, I'm going to give uh, them uh, I shouldn't have drank so much last night because sure, it makes for a good story. But you really were an ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, before we get to our heroes and villains of the week, uh, a couple ways you can help the podcast. Like I said, if you want to weigh in on who the hero or villain you think of uh, How I Met Your Mother is, uh, you can tweet at us at uh, Villain Was Right Podcast, uh, VWR 
podcast on Twitter, uh, Facebook. Um, Villain was right on Facebook. You can also email us uh, suggestions. Uh, Villain was right at gmail.com. Uh, we do read the emails. We try and get back to you. And we do... Uh, we do uh, do movies that you suggest. So yeah, absolutely we take requests reach out. very seriously. Yeah. <laughs> we got a document. Yeah. It's all sorted by uh, title, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I re- oh, just realized man. it's not sorted. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. And you could also, uh, if you're looking for extra content, you can hit us up at uh, Patreon. Uh, Villain was right at Patreon uh, there. And hit one of our tiers up. You got a buck. We're going to send you where to where to get a hammock yeah, in yeah. your area. Um, <laughs> if you want some extra content, you can hit our top tier. We got two bonus episodes a month where, uh, called The Layer, where uh, Craig and I just talk about villains that we don't think are right, but we really like them. So we want to talk about them. So check that out uh, if you're looking for some extra content. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, if you want to, uh, this will really help us out. Uh, go on iTunes, leave us a quick one sentence review. Helps us move up in the rankings. Helps other people find us. Tell your family and friends about us. A lot of you have been doing that. Yeah. We, so we appreciate it so much. You're the best. Uh, thank you so much. And now it is time for our heroes and villains of the week. So I'm going to start off with a uh, real, a real light hero. Okay. This is my hero. This is just something fun that happened. So we all know, as I said, we're all performers, and oftentimes the whole conversation of what do you do. I'm a stand-up comic. Just leads to this whole like yeah. awkward mm-hmm, conversation. Mm-hmm, they don't mm-hmm. really have to. Tell me a joke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's like you frequently just uh, brush it off or whatever. But last night I was coming back from a show, and uh, I was in my building. I was walking down the hallway, and all of a sudden these guys stick their head out of the elevator, and they go, "Oh man, we heard the door. We're holding the elevator for you." And I was like, I was nowhere near the elevator. <laughs> like, like they could have easily gone up. And I was like, Oh, thanks. I did a little jog, and I yeah. got in. And the guy's like. How's your night going? This is like 2 a.m. Like this is, we're all a little tipsy. Yeah, you know okay, I mean? yeah. And he goes, hey man, how, like how's your night? And I go, it's pretty good, pretty good night. And he goes, yeah, where are you, where are you coming from? And I go, uh, absolute, absolute comedy. And they're like, oh, oh yeah, 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 like, comedy club. Uh, uh, who'd you see? And I was just like, uh, uh, me. <laughs> 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 and they're like, what? And I was like, yeah, I'm a comedian. And they're like, at this point, we've reached their floor, yeah. right? And then they go, uh, <laughs> they go, uh, uh, so I mean, and so they're leaving the elevator and I hear them repeating the conversation to themselves as they go, where they're like, who would you see? Me. That's sick. And, like, and the doors closed and I like went back home and I was just like, this is the best interaction I've had all night. That made it totally worth it. So they're my heroes of the week. That is so funny. <laughs> oh man, I love that. That's so great. Uh Luba, what do you got for us? I'm still week? trying to think. All right, I'm so I sorry. Know. I was like, oh, I'll think of something during our conversation. I was just so into that talking about how yeah, you got that's right. Uh, we're we're if I in think deep. of something cool, if not, you just Yeah, just go all right. Crazy. Well, yeah. I I've got I've got one pertaining to the <laughs> to the episodes that we've watched. Because like I just wrote out the uh this guy. So I, I just, I can't understand people that don't understand no or don't understand like perhaps social situations after given repeated signals or just outright uh, words. You know what I mean? So uh, when I first got to Toronto, um, I was really looking for comedy friends, right? I was like, I need comedy friends. I'm so lonely. <laughs> please, <laughs> please be my friend. <laughs> so I went to a mic and I was talking to uh, another open mic comic and we're having a big chat about video games because I love video games, right? So we're having a chat, we're mossing, we're having a good time. I'm like, this is great. 
we both uh, leave at the same time. We're walking together, still having a chat, casual, whatever. Um, we get to where we're going to separate. And I say, and he says, oh, um, you know, like, because we like video games so much, like we should hang out sometime. And I was like, yeah, okay. Like that, chill. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he's like, okay, so just give me your number and I'll text you and then we'll hang out. I was like, okay, great. Um, and so it, I give him my number and the second I'm walking away, he goes, okay, so I'll call you about that date. And I was like, mm. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> what what did you just say oh right no. so i'm like okay and i'm feeling super awkward but i'm like you know what i'm just gonna i'm gonna leave it and then when he texts me i'll just tell him like that's not that wasn't my intention you know what i mean so he messages me and i mess i i, I message him back and i'm like hey like i think uh, our wires got a little crossed here like that wasn't what i meant i just thought we were gonna like be friends bro down whatever and he sends me what I can only describe as a manifesto. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm talking paragraphs on paragraphs of like, like oh no. how dare you? Like uh, you, you, uh, you say you want to go out, and now you're taking it back, and like da da da, and like just going on rant after rant after rant after rant, right? So I'm like, oh my God, okay. And, and I'm trying to diffuse the situation because I'm like, this is a person that I'm going to see again. You know what I mean? Like we go to the same open mics. I had to see this person again. I can't, this is crazy, right? Mm -hmm. So I message him back being like, hey, you know what? Like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like something clearly has happened here. Do you want to? And I can't, I'm very clear. I'm like, as friends, I was like, we can go have a drink. We'll have a chat, okay? we're going to smooth this over and we're going to leave it. Right. So I go for the drink. We get a couple of beers, whatever. Nice chat. I think I'm like, I explained to him off the top. I'm like, listen, I'm not going to date anybody right now. Like I just gone out of a relationship. Like, and it was a really bad relationship. I'm like, I don't want to date anybody. I especially don't want to date a comedian. That's crazy. I just, I don't want to, I don't want to do any of this. Mm -hmm. So I say that right off the top of this. He goes, yeah, that's fine. No problem. Blah, 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 whatever. We continue, we, we have a few more drinks, whatever. I go to leave. He goes, okay, gonna give me a hug. I was like, yeah, for sure, man. Like, whatever, I'm a hugger. That's cool. Give him a hug. And uh, as I'm leaving, he goes, okay, so I'll message you and we can uh, go on a date again. Uh, and I was like, you have got to be kidding me. Okay, are you out of your mind, right? So then he messages me again about a date. And at this point, I'm like, no, no. I'm just, I'm not responding to this. Okay. This is crazy. Yeah. I can't, how many times am I going to deal with this? I'm just going to have to let this person be who they are and just whatever, deal with it later. I don't message him back for, let's say like 24 hours or something like that. Again, another manifest, <laughs> like how do you fucking bitch? How dare you do this to me twice? <laughs> it's like, what planet are you on? I mean, at this point I just blocked the guy, but he kind of reminded me of Ted. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, Being a woman sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah. 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 Anyway, that guy probably is out there hating me, but I'm all right with that. I think I don't think I need this person. We just in lost a patron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a nightmare. Oh anyway, that guy doesn't do comedy anymore so we're oh, great oh, okay. <laughs> oh, those are the words especially after only 24 hours i get that on dating apps where it's like you wait a day and they're just like oh well i guess the, the last message wasn't good enough and i'm just like who are you yeah i don't Leave owe your you house. anything 
doing? I got busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a guy do that. He messaged a guy from I went to high school with that I was not friends with. Okay. Mm. So like note that also. We just like kind of loosely knew each other, whatever. Uh, messaged me out of the blue being like, hey, like I know we were super friends in high school. But like, And a nice message. Like nothing wrong, right? But you know what I mean? Like I read it and I was like, oh, I'll respond. Because that something that requires a longer, more thoughtful response. Sometimes it's going to take a couple of days for me because I'll look at it and I'm like, I don't have time to think about this right now. If it's a yes or no, I'll send it right off. No problem. But like, if I have to think about it, fuck dude. Mm -hmm. And then like two days later, sent me this shit. You fucking bitch. You think you're better than me? I'm like, I don't owe you anything, man. I don't know you. If you message somebody, they do not owe you a response. And also, uh, my favorite thing is when these guys are calling us out like that, they're like, what do they want us to say? Oh, sorry. Oh, mm. let's go on another date. Like, yeah. no. Hit me again, daddy. Like, yeah, what the fuck? Jesus. <laughs> well, it's impotent um, rage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a nightmare out there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I thought of a... a yeah, it's, it's very light and short and, and just a nonsense thing. But the other night, I had a show and I was so nervous that I didn't eat dinner. And it was like, two in the morning probably in a comic it's like uh, you know how the, as, as this is the theme with me it has to do with junk food so here we go <laughs> but you know you got around comedy bar you got your McDonald's you got uh, mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. know I've been going to Vit Bow a lot oh um, really good yeah yum, yum, yum. Um, but I've never been to Popeye's and this comedian was like, this is the underrated, like it's open so late and it's so good. I'm like, I guess I'm getting Popeyes. He is the hero. I, oh boy, <laughs> I took that home and I don't, I've, I just uh, devoured it. I was dipping it in everything and just, oh, I, it was so yummy. And also a villain because now I'm going to go to Popeyes yeah. all the time. That's it. That's the story I came but what, up with. <laughs> when you get exactly what you're craving oh. on that late night. Like when you make the right choice where yeah. you're like, do I do like shawarma or do I get like McDonald's? And then you're like, yeah, technically shawarma would be better for me. Like, mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. And then you go to McDonald's, you're like, nope, this is it. Exactly. This yeah, is, this this is, is it. I didn't want anything else. When you hit that nail on the head, there's nothing oh, better. Yeah. And never in my life have I ever dipped a, a drumstick into mashed potatoes, but oh boy, my life has changed. <laughs> <laughs> I was so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're making me hungry now. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's great. Uh, yeah. So I think that's, uh, that pretty much does it for us. Uh, Rebecca, we're competing. Uh, right yeah. You can follow me at Rebecca Reads, R E E. DS and the normal way to spell Rebecca with one B and two C's. <laughs> you can follow me at anything of your choosing, Instagram, Twitter, whatever you want. Uh, yeah, we'll kick it over to Luba there. Oh, uh, for follows and stuff? Uh, okay. Uh, uh, the best thing, actually, follow at Drawn Up Comedy on Instagram or check out my YouTube channel, uh, YouTube slash Luba Magnus, uh, for cartoons and also some stand up clips and stuff. But also, um, yeah, that's a big deal for me. <laughs> it, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you animate. I don't know how you. It's very. Hard. It's very hard. You should yeah, check out her stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. Please follow. Uh, yeah, I'd say especially the Instagram page because I'm going to put up a lot there um, for the shows and check out future. It's going to grow, and I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And you can hit up me at uh, Craigfay Comedy on Facebook, uh, Craigfay Comedy on Twitter, uh, Craigfay.com uh, for show dates, which you know I'll probably update eventually. <laughs> uh, and uh, that does it. Us, uh, does it for us here at the Villain Was Right. Uh, next week, uh, we have uh, the 2009 movie, Ready or Not, which I'm really looking forward to uh, being able to talk about. Uh, and until then, this was The Villain Was Right, reminding you that your kids don't want to hear your long, rambling stories. <laughs>
The Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Ivamy for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.